Welcome to the Written Spoken Podcast. This podcast is a curated audio version of the blogs Word Breed and Fitly Spoken. It will also provide other content with the hope that something you hear will encourage you, refresh you, or challenge you to focus on the word, the one who spoke this world into existence and became flesh to redeem us. I am your host, Esther Wright. episode, we focused on two storytellers, fear and fate. In this episode, we direct our attention to a biblical story told in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 8 to 24. We can be sure that the storytellers fear and fate are present in this story. As can be true of chapters in our personal stories, fear and fate are sometimes present in the same scene. The story is about Elohim, the one true God, Elijah, one of his servants who was a prophet, and a woman who is known by where she lived, her loss, she is a widow, her motherhood, and her dire straits. Here are some excerpts from 1 Kings 17, verses 8 to 24. In the first excerpt, God is speaking to Elijah. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. This verse informs us that the meeting between the widow and Elijah was not a chance encounter, but a divine appointment. God and Elijah knew of the divine appointment, but if my understanding of the verses is correct, it appears that the woman did not. A challenge, wouldn't you agree? Perhaps in reflecting on this part of the story, you find yourself hoping, if God is going to involve me in his divine plan, I hope that he lets me know ahead of time in very clear ways. Such a hope or prayer is simply human. By the way, God does have a divine plan for each of us. And it is a good plan. He created us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2.10 tells us to do good works, which God prepared in advance as our way of life. Good works as a way of life. Mm. Something to think about. One more talk before we return to the story. Although it is human to desire a heads up or an explanation from God, the truth is, He is sovereign and owes us no heads up or explanation for anything. 
That being said, God did give her a heads up. And therein lies the second challenge for this woman. The notice did not come in a spectacular manner. For example, a loud voice from heaven, a prophecy, a cloud shaped like a bread, even a lucid dream. God wrapped the message of his intent to involve her in his divine plan in the form of an ordinary request by Elijah. This fact highlights for me that it could be possible to miss an opportunity to become involved in God's work, to engage in something he has for each of us to do because the invitation did not come in a manner that is familiar or how we expect him to speak to us. As a wise person noted, God does not change, but his methods can. I invite you to reflect on this possibility as we take a short break for a word from a sponsor. Just before our short break, one of the things noted was, God wrapped the message of his intent to involve the woman in his divine plan in the form of an ordinary request by Elijah. Elijah's request to the widow was for a little water and then a morsel of bread, all small amounts. The water she seemed willing to give because the Bible records that she was going to get it without saying a word. However, the morsel of bread, based on her response, appeared to be beyond what her resources could accommodate, at least to her knowledge. Listen to her words. As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. One of the lessons from this record of God's intervention in the affairs of our lives is, He asks us to give from what we have. Remember the quote from episode one, use what you have. God knows what we have and what he is able to do with what we have. God had chosen her to meet the need of his servant and hers, but her obedience was required. She did not know God's plan and could have kept what she had for herself and her son, consumed it, and died. A sobering prospect. When she listed what she had, what she was going to do with what she had, and the expected outcome, death, 
she was not being morose or dramatic. She was living in an actual physical drought and was stating the facts as she knew them. But God had another plan that included provision and life, but her obedience was required. The Bible does not tell us what made her obey Elijah. Those details are not relevant or they would have been included. What is important, I believe, at this point is for us to ask ourselves, what would enable me to obey God even in drought-like, desperate situations? God said to her, and says the same to me and to you in all situations that trigger fear in us. Do not fear. Trust me. All obedience is an act of trust in the Father. Just as disobedience can be seen as a lack of trust and rooted in unbelief. May we, like the widow of Zarephath, obey him even when what he asks defies human comprehension or logic. May we obey him even in such circumstances because, as with her, he will do for us what he says he will do and we will reap the harvest of obedience and trust. Here is the ending of this chapter of the story of the widow of Zarephath, Elijah, and the God of Elijah, Elohim. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah, verses 15 through 16. Her obedience continued to bear fruit, but I will let you read that chapter of her story for yourself in 1 Kings 17, 17 to 24. Remember, as stated in Romans 15, 4, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. And we are always in need of hope. Thank you for listening to the Written Spoken Podcast. If this podcast was helpful in any way, I hope you will be generous and share it with a friend or your tribe. Subscribe, rate, and comment on any platform where you listen to your podcasts. As we engage in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of life, may we speak the truth in love. May our words be seasoned with grace.